Star Seed Soul Stars. What's shifting, everyone? I'm Chelsea. And richest blessings, everyone. I'm Riri. And we are so grateful for your presence today and your love. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, especially if you're new. Welcome. If you like today's episode, we would be so grateful if you went ahead and rated us five stars on whichever platform you're listening on. It helps other star seeds like yourself find our podcast and tune into their remembrance. Amen, honey. I only say this because some of our tribe really like when I say that too. They do? Oh, that's cute. Good to know. (laughs) So before we begin, we are going to sit still wherever we are and we're going to take a deep breath in for four. And out for five and allow your aura to be surrounded by light. You are here in a safe and sacred place where you will be accepted with love and belonging. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> and it is Mercury retrograde, so anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. Anything can My happen. My dog could be eating in the background. All anything of that. can happen. So great. But um, so we're gonna pull from the happiness, happiness box, box, or some people like to say happiness box. <laughs> And Either or, you're, you're getting something happy. Everything is An happy. An ending or quote. Yeah. Happy ending. Happy ending. All right. So today's <laughs> quote is, we will either find a way or make one. Well, isn't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? I know that's right. Yes. So Beautiful. So who do we have on today? Girl. That's a joke. I know exactly who it is. So we're going to record this beforehand and then we're going to bring her on. But we have Miss Amy Sikarski on, who was the author creator of Activating the Star Seed. And, you know, this is a like full circle moment in a way for us six months into our podcast because right. Chelsea and I, when we started this podcast, we both read this book together, right? Yeah. And a lot of our intro was definitely inspired by this book. Absolutely, yeah. And <laughs> lo and behold, we have her ball. now on yeah. as a guest. And we're so honored and privileged. We're so excited. I have so many questions. Like, because you read the books and obviously, like, you learn so much. But it's different when someone so knowledgeable is mm. available to um, ask those questions and um, we're going to answer all your burning questions our burning questions and it's definitely like a episode i think dedicated to star seeds which, which is going to be nice because mm-hmm. i mean we you know talk about different topics and we'll plug star seeds here and there and um our view on what that means but a lot of you may still be listening to us and still not have that clarity right. um so hopefully we can give that to yes. you today so a little bit about amy Um, Amy has been called a healer's healer due to her experience and level of commitment in educating, facilitating sessions, and assisting others as a mentor during their healing and awakening process. She assists clients worldwide through energy healing, energetic assessments, and readings using the gifts of clairvoyance, clairaudience, and claircognizance. In sessions, she works closely with higher dimensional beings, including the client's higher self, the angel realm, spirit guides, and star councils. Amy is a channel for the Council of Light and specializes in mentoring the Awakening Starseed and connects in with clients' star councils for information that supports their life missions. So just a disclaimer that if any of the topics we do speak on today um, create any triggers, just know that we are always here in a safe space and we're here to bring light to this topic. Absolutely. And just even just like with that little blurb, I have so many questions. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to dive in. And just remember, we are here to listen, observe, and take what resonates. Right. And uh, we hope that you get your answers um, from your own questions and we cannot wait to bring and Amy dive in. in. So shall we do it? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Enjoy. Enjoy. Well, we're so excited to have Amy Scarcy here. How are you? I'm so good. How are you ladies? <laughs> we're we're so good. good. We just did an intro and we have to say we're so excited to have you. Um, what we had said before was that when Chelsea and I started this podcast, 
we went home and um, we both read your book and we loved it so much, the Activating the Star Seed. And I know that when I read it, it just, it filled me up with so many questions, but also my rem remembrance. So it's almost like a first, like a full circle moment to have you here with us and you have inspired us so much. Um, and so we're really honored to, for your presence and for having you here. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm, thank you. I'm honored to be here. I'm very excited. And I've been listening to the podcast and <laughs> you ladies oh. are just like so joyful and it's, you know, amazing. I love everything. Thanks so much. I feel like your energy is just right up there with us to raise the vibe, right? So right. <laughs> the higher and higher you can go. Yeah. Well, I'd like to kick it off with, I think one of the more burning questions, um, which is what is a star seed to you? And the reason I ask that is, of course, like, you know, our name is Starseed Sisters and we speak on many different topics. But this episode, as I mentioned before, is kind of like that one episode where we can really dive into Starseeds and we're hoping to do that with you. So in your own words, what do you feel a Starseed means? And also, do you feel like we are all Starseeds? Oh, I love this. Okay, mm -hmm. here we go. Diving in. Um, okay, so I do not feel that everyone on earth is a star seed. And I, you know, that some people might have a different opinion or thought, but I have worked with others in sessions where they were clearly not from a place other than earth. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're elemental, maybe they're from the angelic realm. Um, so when I work with star seeds, they have a very specific vibration and they typically show up with a big council of guides at least 12 guides. And at first, that's how I was introduced to the fact that, oh, this is a star seed, was because I will look and there were 12 guides right there with them. And that's how that was on my past life regression when I was introduced to my council of guides. There were 12 of us. So, well, I was the 13th. <laughs> there were 12 <laughs> wow. guides and then my higher self. So when you wanna say like, okay, wow, that's interesting, then what is a star seed? And in my definition and experience, star seeds are souls that have had many experiences off of earth and they're here for a purpose and a reason. Um, their initial visit to earth was beyond themselves. Now, some are back here for a straight mission to help earth. Others are now coming back to clean up their karma because when you come to earth, you slip through that amnesia, you get pulled into the earth frequency and there's an opportunity for you to create karma. So it's like when you can feel something is off, correct that. <laughs> like correct it as much as you can in this life so that you don't get pulled back into another platform. And that's what I call them, platforms, different realities. And earth is a very special reality and that's what it's all about. So many star seeds will feel very foreign, like this is our first mm -hmm. time and it very well could be. But even at that, it could be your fifth or 50th time and you're still trying to get the handle of it. The rules, the way that the life, um, even the physicality here is different than in other star planets or dimensional realms of re like reality. So yeah, so there we are. That's uh, my definition of a star seed. Wow, that's so beautiful. I love the way you explain that. And with that just brings more questions. I think, you know, is that, would you say that's why maybe some of us resonate with angels more, um, spirit guides more? Um, and then of course that the like starseed realm more, like, is it a separate realm? Like, how would you describe where we come from as a starseed versus you were mentioning like an angelic being? Yeah, they're different realms. Absolutely. So okay. the way that I've seen it was their source, which is light really high up, you know, in dimensional frequencies and some decided to go into the angelic kind of realm and there's many choirs of angels so that's on one area and then those who wanted to be star beings star seeds they went out they went off into create and have been creating for forever really um and so they're like different experiences that you've had but you can cross over i've seen that like i've, I've seen in readings and sessions where some have had lives as a star being and then went into the angelic realm and were, they were there for a while. I really haven't seen many of the angelic realm come over into the star realm. 
So maybe somebody has had that experience come through that information, but it's kind of, to me, it's like, oh, I took a field trip. I studied abroad, you know, that kind of a thing. So it's all about our experiences and the essence and how that develops our unique vibration. We're always like every new experience, every new opportunity can impact us or shape us or brings in a new flavor and we can participate in it. We can decide how we want to identify as a soul. And then in each reality, you know, what are the strongest characteristics we want to bring through? So there are different realms is what I call them. Right. And And so how would you describe the realms? Is it kind of like, if we were going to say like earth is like source and then there's different countries on earth, would that be like the different realms of like the veil per se? Okay. I don't want to get confused. So I'll tell you how I'm, how I see it. (laughs) Right. I'm like, you kind of just did it in a little opposite way, but I don't want to get confused. (laughs) Like when you go to the veil, like what are the different realms? Like how would you present them? Okay. When I go in and I'm channeling the council of light and they've, they've shared this before. So, um, you go up. So earth goes to the 12th dimension through the 16th from 12 to 16 are where the spirit guides reside. Okay. So, and some people could call them guardian angels. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my guides are not, they don't identify as angels. They're okay. star beings. And, but that's where they would come and go. A lot of star beings can also re- um, resonate, vibrate, live, or, you know, like a central focus of their energy vibration can be above the 16th. Like sometimes I've seen it 18th, 22nd, and that you kind of like are telepathically communicating a little bit differently. So if you have an advanced communication style with your star family and team, they might be up higher. Mine come and go. They, they dip down, they go back up. But so that's how it kind of goes. Now, when I've really seen the archangel realm and the angels, they're usually around the 22nd and above as far as I can remember. And I think also ascended masters, like the Christ consciousness came right. in. If, yes. I, if I remember, I think he was like, um, that frequency was 22nd and above. Right. So the star beings are closer to the vibration of living as a human. So they're a little bit closer to the dimension oh, that makes sense. of being in physicality. Mm-hmm. And are there different waves? Because you said, you know, star seeds have come and gone for, for many, many years and decades, right? But do you oh, find girl. that? <laughs> Since the creation of Earth, we've been The creation here. of Earth. Okay. Yeah, so we helped create Earth, actually. That's that. That's so good to know. And so do you find like the new waves, like the, the, this younger generation that are coming through, um, are they here with more guidance and expertise or more of a purpose to create, you know, a sense of peace and love? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're the golden children is what I'm hearing. And I remember back when I wrote the book, I think it would have been maybe in 16, 2016, they were talking about the golden children and different waves that were coming in. So they're very sensitive and they're very intelligent and they resonate, they live, they, they are, they're just being who they are from the heart. And so it's going to be very challenging for them to try and fit into the old systems, the old way things were done. Yeah. Nothing is ever going to be how it was. No. And it's already shifting and shaking up. And so they'll be the energetic frequency to hold a vibration that is peace, like you're saying, comfort, unity, friendship. Mm-hmm. But those that are finding, um, like maybe they're born into a family or they're still in a society structure that doesn't honor that or goes against it are having very challenging times. So many of the star beings do choose their families yes. to come into because it's compatible and wow. they'll honor that soul's light and they'll honor, you know, humans put this whole thing out there that said we have to be a certain way you know the programming the structure the organization of what does life look like Mm -hmm. and that's that's just a facade that does not need to be so these new children are going to help redefine actually what it is like to live from the heart and to be very connected to source and be in a physical body and Mm -hmm. not really separate from it so sometimes it feels like we're so separate from source and light right New children that are here and that are coming in, 
that's not how they function. And so when you try and put them in a box or the way things used to be done, it's very grating on their energy field. Like, you know, when you go around energy and you're like, oh, I just do not resonate with that at all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. It's very similar. So Interesting. They do well. I love, I love that you said that because we just had my daughter on Lola on the, on the last week. And she, the first thing she said to me when she could talk, was she said to me, I chose you to be my mother when she was three, like she knew it. Right. And the fact that you just confirmed when she is around someone who has the old mentality, the old school way, she doesn't she doesn't do well with that energy mm -hmm. and, and it creates a very low vibration. So that's a, that's a beautiful confirmation right there. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I felt that so strong. I almost started crying. Oh like, my God. Yeah, she, she did choose like for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did. Do you feel like that wave, um, those children tend to be like a little bit more awake initially, um, coming in versus maybe the wave before them? In a sense, yes, that's so interesting you ask because I just had to tune in. In a very interesting way, yes, because the energy on earth has shifted. So the way that it was before when you incarnate into the body, it's like you go through the density, if you want to call it that, the heavier vibration, right? And, you've, and you go through it. They didn't have so much to go through. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't that, um, I don't know, they're it looks kind of like a filter to me. It's like these different frequencies coming in. They were lighter to begin with. So they're saying they didn't have to put on as much armor. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, be more pure. That resonates that because I'm just seeing that more naturally in the way that has come in. Like I didn't experience that much um, understanding of my soul so young. Um, and I feel like more of them are, mm -hmm. which is interesting. So that yeah. resonates for sure. Um, going back to you were mentioning how um, not all of us are star seeds, um, in your opinion, like you said. So how do we know, like, who is a star seed? Who's maybe come from angelic form? Because I have heard, um, from some people who do, um, you know, focus more on the angelic realm that angels tend to not have ever experienced human form. Do you resonate with that as well? Not always. But it's hard, like when it comes to spirit, you can't really put a black and white box. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as like the archangels, when you get to the archangel realm, we've only know of two that came in as human or. And here's another thing. Some people think that they were human and then got to the status of an archangel. And I was shown differently that they were archangels that came in to have a life here to help, you know, for a reason. But um, up at that level, they typically don't come in as humans, but your guardian angels can, you know, mm -hmm. there's different kinds of angels. And so to me, the angelic realms are more dedicated to the earth platform, the earth realm, the earth life, uh, mm -hmm. where the star seeds are visiting. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. We're, and then we go to other places. Okay. After. Interesting. And so reincarnation then, because a lot of people ask about reincarnation and you come back and, you know, we always hear stories and, and we see how, you know, you can connect to someone who has, pa has passed away and, and, and uh, you can connect. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And, and, you know, if we do, when we leave our bodies, like, where do we go? If we've, if we completed the mission, let's say, where mm -hmm. do we go? As a star seed. As a star seed. As a star seed, you'll go past the 16th dimension back to wherever you want to go. And it's with intention, like the speed of light, you blink and you're there. So mm -hmm. I've had experiences like that. Um, when I was, and so going back to like, how do you know? Yes. You'll have these experiences or you'll just be drawn. And, you know, like there's this aspect of education and wanting to learn about a lot of things, but you'll feel that resonation within you. And I do have a little offering um, at my school where I channeled in different star races. And so the purpose of that was to feel the frequency and see if you resonate with it. Interesting. So some people will go in and they'll say, yes, like I'm Lyrian. Oh, wow, I'm totally Arcturian, the Syrian, you know, and you just, it's a sensation and it's a feeling what feels like home, what lights you up. Um, you know, it gives you more of a burst of energy, but also this essence of comfort. Yeah. So you can access that in meditation and just start asking the question if you want, you know, where am I from? And you, it might be a little 
like it might be a little confusing, but give yourself many opportunities because if you see initially a life on earth, you might think you're not a star seed. But when you go back into past lives, you'll typically see the ones or experience ones you need in that moment for healing or there's information before your psyche <laughs> can be okay with being off the planet. And probably everybody listening here is like, oh, well, I'm, that's like no issue at all. Yeah. You know, like we've already, we're already down for that. Right. But um, that is how I discovered I was a starseed was my first past life regression. It was wow. off of earth. And I was like, this is not earth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not earth. So that kind of opened my eyes. How did it feel when you experienced that? Because I have yet to experience And that. some people have fear towards that, right? right? Yeah. You want it like with anything in the spiritual healing arts, if you have fear, there's a reason. And so you really want to heal and work through that before you advance any further. Um, so it's so nice to work with somebody, a reader or a therapist to help you access either they're accessing the information or they're helping you access the information. But um, for myself, it was an amazing experience to have that regression. I had some questions. So I was training in more advanced energy work. Mm -hmm. And actually the class was based on earth energy, but everything I was bringing in was not earth energy. Wow. Uh -huh. And my instructors <laughs> were like, they were like, what, what is this? You're not. <laughs> There's a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, I literally, I don't know, you know, I was like reintroduced from spirit or my soul in this body, in this life. I'm like, I don't know. It's just happening. It's natural. Like I, I don't have a definition for it. Um, so that was a little journey. And so it was really sitting with me at that period of time. And so when I did my regression work, one of my intentions, I wanted to know where these gifts came from or how do I know? to repair DNA. And that was one thing I saw was repairing DNA. Where is this frequency coming from? And I felt so strong when I would, when I work, I feel strong. So my human persona has always been in the past, like a little more reserved, quiet. Yeah. Some people do say like angelic, you know, yeah. um, that kind of flow. Right. But when I'm working, it's like game on, you know, it's, I love it. <laughs> the game in my power. <laughs> fire energy and i can say this out. i can say this like because i did call amy for um a council a reading. of light reading yeah. and it was the most beautiful experience i've ever had and you know mm. the just the light that she illuminates from and it's true she speaks like she does right now and then all of a sudden she goes into a a different um just like a different energy and but it's so beautiful to experience and even with that so after we got the activating the star seed and i have to say like this new book oh like the ultimate guide to channeling just the touch of it the feeling right. of it chelsea smelled it yesterday <laughs> Woo! she's like it smells so good and it was a perfect segue because you explain on how to channel on this book and you did such a beautiful job amy like the art the work the words all of it it's 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 gonna be my new bible Aww. Right. But it's, it's interesting because like she'll bring card decks to my house and give them to me. Like there's certain books or things that she doesn't resonate with, but she seems to resonate um, every single time with, with, with your books. Yeah. I don't give it to her. I'm like, this is mine. Yeah. You can borrow it and read it, but this is definitely like, it's meant it, for you. It's meant for me and, and I love it and I'm definitely not finished it, but I, I can't wait to do that. So where did, so if we just, we go back to where you, you first got activated and then you wrote this book. Yes. Was this the first book you wrote? Um, so that book and the messages from the council's book, all the information came through within like two or three weeks. And wow. then, yeah, my friend and I were like, what, what one do we write first? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do we do wow. this? So we wrote messages from the councils, which is a lot of the transcripts of some deep questions that we had. And then I moved to California. And when I was out there, I wrote activating the star seed. So I was like, I really wasn't taking clients at that time. And it was just dedicated to the book. I mean, I took a few, but not like I did in San Antonio. Yeah. And so um, that book, it was like perfect space and time for me to write it. Mm -hmm. And what I did is I pulled in a few of the transcripts from these conversations that we had had with our guides. 
And then I also started bringing in the archangels quite a bit more. Archangel Metatron's really strong in activating the star seed. Um, so then that one was more automatic write, writing, kind of a, of a channeled message where messages from the councils are the transcripts of our regressions. So we went into hypnosis and Connie wanted to access some past life information and it all turned into star beings of stuff, of course, because we're both star beings and we already knew it at that point. We already knew it. Yeah. But, um, but what happened was a lot of the information wasn't so much centered in past life. It was advice for being a star seed on earth right now and how like the reincarnation cycle happens and how you work with heavy, like darker energies yes. and how you can stay strong. Um, it, it was just talking to us about the differences from being in a star frequency to living in the earth reality. So there's a little bit of a few, you know, different flavors and <laughs> vibrations <laughs> to the different books, but I think they all complement each other. And it's really kind of like, you know, just a piece of the puzzle. Here's one book that talks on this aspect and another book that talks on the other, but for the ultimate guide to channeling, I love that one because people will want to learn how to connect with their guides quite a bit more in different formats. So different modalities and ways when you do, like when you go through activating the star seed, it wakes you up, you get that activation mm -hmm. and it does share with you aspects of the human energetic anatomy. Mm -hmm. And that's really important for channeling. So it's also supportive of it's like a ladder. Yeah. yeah it's like a ladder. Exactly. I love and, that. Yeah, so it's nice. So if you resonate as a star being, it will be very easy for you to bring in your star family and bring in, you know, that star frequency when you channel. But I also can work with the archangels and channel them too. So one of my friends channels the archangels, but her soul origin is more from the archangel realm, the angelic realm. Hey, interesting. So, yeah, I mean to say angelic realm. She's not an archangel. Because <laughs> <laughs> we correct us. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's the end of a Friday. Yeah, but she channels the archangels, you know. Oh, so it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, star family a lot. Um, so can you explain um, or define like what that is? And are they different from having spirit guides, angels? Can you have them all at the same time? Like, how do you know who's guiding you? Yeah, you can have it all at the same time. Um, wow. Okay, so my guides, I think of, they're not really family, but they are. You know, it's like we right. have a relationship together. Yeah. Um, my star family, I would say we go into lives together. We have lived as family and other planets and stuff like that, where my guides are consultants, you know, hey. in that way. Got you. That that's, makes a lot of sense. That's, so with that, with the star family, because I know, you know, this one over here is mine. We're so blessed to have found, but I guess we all are in a sense because we were all connected. What happens when you find out your remembrance and you're in a partnership with somebody or what happens when you're in a relationship? Do you, is it crucial to be with your star family in a relationship or does that even matter? It's individual based on your life plan, like kind of right. what you wanted said, you know, what you set up yeah. um, in this life. I have met people that I've had past lives with that I, I went to a space outside of the earth. So this is like the Michael Newton format, the life between right. life format. And I saw some friends and like kind of brief friends, like more like acquaintances in life, but we had many lives together on earth and I never went above that in those regressions i don't know their soul origin mm -hmm. but i just knew that okay you know we've had a history together so that's the thing when you come to earth they may or may not be star beings right. but we now have this new relationship and connection you know just a soul to soul mm -hmm. and so there's a whole thing about labeling but in this aspect it helps us to understand who we are and so you know i think that's really nice but to your point, we're all family. There's like yeah. really no separation at all. Yeah. It's just what experiences have you had and what vibration are you holding? But for my family, um, my husband was in that first life that I saw off of the planet. So I know he's a star being. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know where he's from. If I channeled it in, it, it left me when I channel it goes. Bye-bye. Wow. <laughs> wow. So he might have remembered if it came through, but yeah. he's not, he doesn't really, he's not into all that. I mean, he, no. he respects <laughs> it, but he doesn't have it. He's focused on the earth right now. He's like, you've got a mission. That's what we're doing. <laughs> you know what? Right? That's, that's good to, to know, though, because I right. think a lot of people, they put a lot of pressure on finding, I'm not into the labels as well, but I mean, there are labels. So they put the pressure yeah. on the twin flame you know relationship and they lose touch of who they are as their soul and their connection and I mean like to your point you can be with a star being but they may not necessarily be where you are in in the reality of your remembrance right right oh yeah yeah. So that's a good point. So interesting. Yeah. And so you mentioned a lot about, you know, having missions on earth and whatnot. If you can, what would you describe as like the point of earth? Because especially if you're a star seed, like there's hurry at that term that says like, you're longing for a place to call home. Like why even come here then if there's so much in the spirit realm, you know, like why even come into human form and come to the planet? what would be the point of that? Yeah. Well, one aspect or like perspective, I will say to just what I've discovered. And I love that question because it's very deep. Like you can go in so many places with Scorpio and me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, So I'm Scorpio too. So, oh my gosh. When I say that, I'm with you. (laughs) Right. Right. Let's go deep girl. Hold my hand. (laughs) I know here we go so oh my goodness okay so well we came here to help so it's like there's these existences these platforms you know when you're at source and you're saying okay i could float in love for a bazillion years but maybe at some point i want a little adventure Mm -hmm. so the souls go to a platform earth is a platform that's how i look at it that's how my guides call it Mm -hmm. and so we were here to help design and one of my first regressions when I went, okay, so I'm a hypnotherapist trained to do past life regressions. And in that training, one of the first regressions in that class, I went off the planet to a place where we were designing trees, the prototypes. Wow. And, wow. Yeah. So, and it was before earth, it was like before it was really populated. I mean, it was way back when, and, and that's probably the fur- furthest back my memory has been, or I, I'll say vision right come through in a hypnotic state or a meditative state because they're kind of the same state but (laughs) we're going on all these other areas Mm -hmm. so we were here to help and sometimes we'll say oh it's kind of fun like let's go in and see what we can do but I think for the most part starseeds don't really come to earth for vacation like we're here for a reason like we're here for a mission and so just think if you're on the job and you're like, geez, man, I need a holiday. I miss my family. I want to go back. This place is foreign and wild and crazy. And, you know, so that's kind of the thing. It's like, yeah, we miss home because we know that it's so contrasting here. The energy's dense or it can be, I, I do feel it shifting. Um, but you know, for whatever it might be and that dark night of the soul and that feeling of separation is so real and so right. like, oh my gosh, But like in those moments, that's how you can find yourself. You know, that's how I found myself. I found, I found that courage and that fire because, you know, all of the things in life that happened when I was younger were challenging and I was like, oh no. Mm -mm." (laughs) Right. I can resonate with that for sure. Me too. But Amy, like it's, I, I love that you mentioned that because I mean, both Chelsea and I have had, you know, uh, tough childhood and those experiences, you know, and, and obviously they don't define us because now we know, you know, why we're here, but there's so many people who are clearly still stuck in that. Right. And, mm-hmm. and how do, how does one, because what you just said was so profound to me because you said, you know, we come to, we come here for a mission and we, you know, we want a little break and we want to go on an adventure and it just hearing that, it makes me even feel like, wow, like, you know, what an honor to be here then. And it's a privilege yeah. to be here, but it is. we're here at that point. Cause we know, but when you don't know mm-hmm. and you're suffering so much and you just don't want to be here anymore, yeah. obviously that's where usually a fire comes through to help you with your awakening. But what, do, 
how do we handle situations like that when we see people constantly saying like life is so hard I don't want to be here like what is your advice to people like that right oh my gosh absolutely um well my advice if you have somebody that's expressing that you know compassion send love be there for them and to me it's a disconnect from source So there might be something energetically off in the anatomy, like maybe a chakra is out of alignment. Mm. So they just can't feel like they literally can't feel it because the crown chakra is out of alignment or something. So a lot of times there are energetic adjustments that can be done. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, it's like a chiropractic kind of thing. You get put back in alignment and now you can feel all of it. So that's one aspect of it. But the other aspect is just um, like maybe it's been so hard that we feel defeated and depleted and alone and our energy drops. Mm -hmm. And again, that's not who we are. We are pure vibrating light. We are very high frequency, but you're feeling the depths of it. And maybe that was an aspect of something you wanted to experience, but when things like that happen in my life, I'm like, if I signed up for this, um, we're going to rewrite that. I'm done. Like, I got yeah. what I need. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're done. We're You're like, yeah. thank you. I'm done learning. Mission yeah. complete. Yeah. yeah. Bring in the light. <laughs> so I, um, so then that's when you can send a call, a prayer from your heart and call on your guides and the angels and be like, if there's a frequency around here that's keeping me down, clear it out. You know, and I get, I get feisty, I'll cuss, I don't care, whatever. I'm like, clear it out, get this out of yeah, my yeah. right now, you know? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Does not have permission because that's another thing. Um, star beings are very clairsentient, clair empathic. They can feel it, right? Yes. And so one of the things is like, well, I just know something's off because my energy is off and that's not me. So let's clear that out, whatever it was. And it could be something that just happened that just came in, you know, like that week or whatever, or it could be a frequency that you were born into. And that's one thing the star beings are doing. They're clearing the DNA and the karma of the family Mm -hmm. and the culture and the community. So there's like karma of past lives Then there's karma of your ancestors. So your family tree, then there's karma of your community, your state, your country, wow. like anything that you're built. Yeah. That you come into anything you're born into, you're shifting, you're mm. shifting that. And so sometimes it feels really heavy because it's like, Whoa, what is yeah. this? This is so far removed from what I know. And yes, from my mind, I thought I was cool and amazing. And I thought I could do this life and that I was so strong. But woo, when I got into it and you forget, right, right. oh man, I have to remember again. So if you're in those spaces, just know like start searching for the light. Right. It starts by clearing anything away that doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. And this is when I love to work with the archangels because they will help release entities and spirits mm-hmm. and frequencies that you don't need to be like connected with. Um and then the star beings, the Syrians and Arcturians, they do an amazing job helping with the blueprint of the body. I see them come in and they'll redesign or upgrade the energetic body. And a lot of star beings will get upgrades. So I know like humans too, anybody in a body can get an upgrade to their chakras, whatever, their energy field, whatever. But it's kind of cool when you work with star beings because it's almost like you can see, I mean, I can see more high tech mm-hmm. energy come in if that's a way to describe it okay. um and they'll be they'll be rewriting or rewiring or bringing in something to help enhance the connection for the starving to their star family for communication that's so cool i love yeah. that that's yeah. amazing um so do you you resonate with soul incarnations then i would presume mm-hmm. yeah. how have you seen or how would you describe like how a soul gets into the human body? Like, how does that transfer happen? Cause I've seen it, you know, leave. I know how it's, yeah. you know, but how does it yeah. come in, you know, and especially with just, you know, what we know about human pregnancy and science, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. There's a lot here and I love it. <laughs> I love all these questions. I, love I hope it's not too much. <laughs> no, I mean like, no, else? from Scorpio to Scorpio, <laughs> we're right on cue. We're going deep. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
So, um, okay, so let's look at it in different ways. So energetic anatomy, you have your crown chakra, and then above that you have your soul star chakra and then your ID point, if I got that right. So you can funnel down in. Um, when the physical body is developing, the spirit comes around the body and starts to communicate with the body and speak with the body and then merge with the body and then leave. So this information, these experiences are ones that have been um, coming forward in multiple case studies for those who do past life regression work. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times the regressionist will take you to birth and right before birth. And so sometimes souls will come in the body and leave. Some babies don't fully come into the body like the, you know, the, like where they don't leave again until a few months old, let's say. It's wow. really different. Oh. Yeah. They're That's like, so you know, cool. when they sleep, they leave. Yeah. Right. Stay. And so, but some stay. And, and by that, it's like, how far out do you go? How much of your energy do you leave with the body? But some aren't really fully in the body mm -hmm. until they feel that they have to be, I guess, or whatever. It's individualized. Mm -hmm. um, some, mostly it's like, I would probably say a lot of the times it's when they're born, then they're, they commit and they come in. But there are some spirits that are still doing homework or planning on the other side. There's a lot of free will on earth. So it's very fluid and dynamic. And so they'll go and they'll communicate. And then it's like the last moment they'll they'll commit to staying in the body for the most part. We still leave when we're dreaming, but it's like a different aspect to it, you could say. So they, when you're, when any soul incarnates, you start to communicate with the physical body, the fetus as it's developing. And then also like, if it's not going to go to full term or be born, the spirit typically will leave, you know, it, it won't stay around. Yeah. So it'll leave before that happens. I mean, I've heard cases where they've left and hung around and I've heard right. cases, you know, where like, like this one little girl, this came to me earlier today. I don't know where I heard the story probably forever ago, but, um, she looked to her mom's friend and said, you were going to be my mommy, but you know, the, the pregnancy. Wow. Didn't, yeah. It didn't oh, happen. Wow. So, so she chose a different, so she chose her friend and she remembered. Oh my so, goodness. yeah. So wow. things like that can happen now in messages from the councils, we were talking about it and some of the star beings have strong lights, strong, strong lights. And there is some darkness out there. You know, there are beings that are heavier and nefarious, those entities. And so sometimes they can come around the spirit as it's incarnating in. And it's like this little dark energy that tries to take over the body. So then when that happens, the star being is consistently fighting to own the body until that's resolved. And so that's, you know, that's in the book. And that, when that information came through, I was going, we took our son to soccer practice and I was walking the field with my husband and I'm like, I'm going to put it in print. Like this is heavy, yes. new information, but yeah, we had to. So, um, what it does is it helps people to understand if they've really felt like they've been struggling in life with yeah. a, like an altered personality kind of thing, it might potentially be that. And so that is really interesting, but I have seen that. So doing a spirit release and really reclaiming your body that you own it. I mean, there's something so important about saying, this is my body yeah. and I am here for it because like you mentioned, it's a real big honor mm -hmm. and there aren't as enough, there are not enough human bodies for all of the souls to come into. So when you get selected and you get to come in, you know, we volunteer and then, yay, there you go. A great match on you are. Mm -hmm. um, but we will have a lot of star beings like, you know, our family very close to us and they are experiencing the earth life experience, you know, through our experience, basically. They're not in the body, but they're around and they can kind of get an, an idea of it. Okay. So. I, I don't know. I mean, I channel and sometimes they, you know, I bring them in, but then they leave. So right. I, I always think it's so important to only have you in your body. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So. It's that you have to be like very strong. Right? Claim it. Yeah. You have to yeah. Because yeah. you go, because that, that's your, I guess your mission, right? You're here to spread the word and through your beautiful books. And then tell us what else you're doing. You also have a school, right? Yeah, 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 we have a school. So um, 
At the school is about energy therapy classes and also some reading courses. So learning how to do readings. And I have a lot of, a lot of channel messages from the Council of Light in the Council of Light Library. Mm -hmm. And then I have a lot of free guided energy healing meditations. Yeah. So to me, it's like such a beautiful aspect to have the knowledge around the energetic body and the field and how does that work? And actually when we come and we integrate in, we're incarnating, what is that about with the chakras and everything? Mm -hmm. And then to have the experience to feel it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of the whole thing like, okay, now I understand this system that I'm in, this body of physicality and energy. And now I understand when I feel like I'm online, what's actually happening in my energy field. And yes. when I say online, to me, that's like, I'm lit up and I'm aligned. I love that. that. I that is so. I'm online. Yes, we're quoting you on this one. Hundred percent. I'm gonna text online. Riri from now on. Girl, are you online? Right. <laughs> you on or you're offline? <laughs> and we know it anyways. We feel it. But oh you're doing gosh. so much. Yes. And, you know you're and and you're so engaging. You know you engage with everyone. You you make sure that you know people feel special. And and I, I can see it. I can see it even right. in our tribe. And you know you have so many different. Like I know that there's you have like the raise the vibe tribe. Like you have so many different platforms. Girl, you're working. You are you're working hard. It's a mission. It. Yeah, it's your yeah. mission. Yeah. What's next for you? So we are flowing into a new space, which is exciting transition. Um, our son graduates high school this month. And oh my gosh. Yeah. And we also have a senior in college, our daughter. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah. So we're about to be empty nesters, which is crazy. Are you feeling, are you feeling, are you feeling good? I mean, I know I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss having somebody else here with me. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, like when my husband's traveling, but it's also like, oh, wait a minute. Now I'm going to have a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, that actually corresponds with the Scorpio astrology too right now. So if that helps, because okay. there's a lot yeah. of change in that home and family life that's um, like natural in terms of 2022. So, well, yeah. perfect. Oh my gosh. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're so welcome. Yeah. yeah so. That resonates. Mm -hmm. Is there anything, Amy, that you want to say um, to maybe the starseeds listening, to any of the beings listening, um, one message that you would have for them? Well, I mean, I don't really know like so much right now if this is still accurate, but I think for somebody, you know, there's kind of that joke or that feeling like I want to leave. I don't want to be here. Well, when we just talked about how important it is that you're here and it's really a gift to have your body and all of this, so go on like a little meditation, take a little break and, you know, go see your star family, but come back, please come back. Like mm -hmm. it's so important. And I just really want you to know that you're not alone. There's a lot of us and we're sprinkled across this earth. So sometimes in meditation, you can actually feel that. And if you feel alone, go into meditation, lift up a little bit. So you kind of pop your energy above the matrixy energy mm -hmm. and look and feel and ask, okay, I want to see across this platform. Where are the other dots of light? And here, you know, like we meet, um, even though we're in different countries, we can meet electronically through apps and on Zoom and the podcast, like there we go. So I think it's nice to just know you're not alone, but also I recognize that we feel that we can be alone. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's not always rainbows and butterflies but it can be beautiful experience. So in each moment, feel it and live, you know, really be, enjoy it, pretend or feel like, oh, I'm on a, I'm in a foreign country, yeah. you know, I'm just taking in this experience. So if you don't really resonate, don't try and make yourself fit in. Like you're not supposed to fit in. Mm -hmm. You're really, you're really not. Mm -hmm. You're here because you are you and that's what this earth needs. So I just want to encourage everyone if they're feeling a little distant or separate. Yeah, I've been there. I think a lot of us have been there. It is, a, it can be really challenging, like quite the situation, but um, I just want to share that it can get better, you know, yeah. bring some knowledge around it and lifting Hoping. your up, make connections. Yeah, it can, it can really. Finding the tools that work for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if, you can, if you can wish anything 
for everyone, what would that be? Peace, like peace in your heart, mm -hmm. especially right now. Um, because as I mentioned, you know, when we're so tuned in, we can feel a lot of energy and we do a lot of governing and reading vibrations with our heart chakra. Mm -hmm. So if we can feel the peace of who we are, then rather absorb all of this chaotic commotion kind of energy and every aspect of frequency of others, we can hold our own light and emanate it out. And so we want to be able to get to that state and that state feels like pure peace. And then from peace, it flows into joy and love and, you know, gratitude and blessing. So I think if we can find that space, even if it's like for a small moment mm -hmm. in the day, it can really reset that day, your whole reality. So if I could wish, I mean, if we all could feel peace for just a moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like we would May realize. It be so always. I know it's <laughs> the best feeling. Yeah. So it's like the ultimate goal sometimes, you know, to just get it the is. earth to, to vibrate. It's the only that. wish I make every day is, is just to be peace on peace. earth. And yeah. what is God for you? God is consciousness, light truth it's like the purity of the highest vibration i don't really put the human personalities because i think god is everything Amazing. so to me it's it's light yes oh my I gosh i love that oh i'm so happy to have you on amy <laughs> thank you so much for being here um, we're going to go ahead and plug her instagram um, handles in our um, bio description so go ahead and check that out um, i believe she's amy sikarski on instagram is that right Yep. Amy Sikarski. Yes. <laughs> and also Beautiful. I do have starseeded underscore ascensions for the book, yes. but I'm on Amy Sikarski the most. Yes. Amazing. And you have a new podcast that just came out as I well, do. which I'm loving. Yes. So much information on there. Can't wait Thank to listen. You. Thank you. Yeah. It's um, the spirit and soul healing podcast. And my intention for it is to teach, you mm. know, share quite a bit, but also have fun like okay this is the aspect of what we're going to learn about but how do we really implement it and what does that look like as a human yes. <laughs> yeah for, blending for the sure. two like a little toolkit that you can kind of add it. things to and carry around with you yeah. you are definitely like the pure example of what a soul is to be in service because I, it's the most beautiful thing to see, to watch you and to connect with others by just giving. And even when I first connected with you, you, it wasn't about the, the, the money side of the business thing. It was more of giving me just acceptance and you saw me and I felt belonged and you even took a lot more time to explain things to me and get to know me on a like a personal level and that is a beautiful gift to have and I honestly wish you all the peace in the world and I hope that everything that you touch and you do heals so many souls around the world so I really thank you for your presence Oh my goodness. Thank you. You're, You're so, so welcome. <laughs> we can't wait to meet you. And we hope one day we can do a Starseed retreat with you, girl. Oh my gosh. Something so beautiful fun. Maybe <laughs> like in Hawaii. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, La Maria. Yeah. I heard your Maui, your yeah. Maui podcast. I was there last summer and oh I can gosh. relate to everything you were sharing. I was like <sighs> jamming on with you. I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can confirm. <laughs> can confirm yes. I love it <laughs> I love it so much so hopefully we get to meet you in person but until then you're that. in our hearts so thank you so much thank you so much and until the next episode soul stars we will see you then we love you bye bye <laughs> hey sister go